like the year of just realizing stuff and everyone around me were all just like realizing things. All right, it's recording. Yo. So let's just get into get in the position. Zone. Get in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm just watching my voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Olivia, and I have my peasant co-host with me, Marley. I feel like she says that every week, and each week it's still not funny. So, there's that. Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. Today. Well, oh. <clears throat> oh, I was going to go. I was just going to go. Okay. <laughs> so, today, uh, this week we have a really, really special and serious That's guest. Special. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Um, guest, uh, Ali. And before we get into anything, say hmm. hello, Ali. Hi. Hi. We're sitting here on my bed. We're having a glass of red. Marley's a puss, as you guys know, having her green tea. You know, I mean, it is a Thursday. I should be drinking. Yeah, because it's unnecessary. Because it's unnecessary, but... Um, (laughs) But I think the first thing we're going to go into is what we have realised this week, Marley. Um, So, I've realised after this weekend's events Mm. um, that I am really fucking good at putting a condom on with my mouth and not using my hands. It's like quite a talent. It I didn't know I could do good. it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. These two were good. lucky enough to witness. And it wasn't like, uh, it was a banana. It was a banana. Yeah. yeah. Let's just <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why we witnessed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't just hire some random dick for me to just YOLO do it at the party. But yeah, I can do it. Um, it was really good. Yeah. Maybe we should put really it up impressed. as a video for everyone to see. Yeah, maybe I we'll just put it on the story so it's like a 24-hour thing. No, I reckon permanent. So you the think? internet has it and it will never let it go. And when you're the black president of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> president of Australia. <laughs> the premier of Queensland. Yeah, absolutely. It will come back and bite you in the arse. Yeah, it definitely would. Cool. Yeah, cool. cool. All right, I'm down for that. We'll post it. Well. What have you realised? I have realized that S&S nails, mm-hmm. so you know, like, you get your acrylics and then you get your S&S, yeah. um, are shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I got my S&S nails done. It's like a natural powder thing. I don't know. I'm not fucking with it, but it, like, I... This is the story. I was <laughs> so drunk on my hands that I thought an ornament on the wall, a Balinese ornament was looking at my two friends sleeping. <laughs> so I had like hit it off the wall. I was like, what, what? are you looking at? And hit it off the wall and snaps like half my nails off. Are you kidding? Yeah, I was like, don't She took look. a lot of things off the wall. There was also like paintings and like, of like a Buddha and she's like, it's looking at me are and took kidding? them off the wall. You're and... cool. I know. There was so many my things to put like, back, so, back I, on the wall. I know. My friend was like, are you on drugs? I was like, no, I'm am I? <laughs> am I? I must be on Buddha drugs. They're haunting me. But I realised because of that ordeal, I can't get SNS because obviously I'm too rough with my Wow. Nipples. And you just attack ornaments. Yeah. yeah. Ali, what have you realised? I've realised um, after this really shit weather, because it was so hot, disgustingly mm. hot for like a week. Yeah. yeah. And now it's gone from that to raining and cold that I really enjoy taking my dog for a walk because I haven't been able to for like yeah. two weeks or whatever. And really I'm really weird. upset about it. I know I'm the laziest fucking bitch in the world. No, I don't <laughs> oh. think so. I, like, I don't gym 
ever. Oh, like, what? I don't, <laughs> what is that? I don't do it. I don't do anything. But Girl, you're with your people. <laughs> I, I really like to take my dog for a walk because I miss doing that. That's yeah. really great. Like, that's really good. I, w- I wish I was active. I think if I had a dog, I'd definitely like to do that. I think well. if I didn't have a dog, I probably wouldn't care. No. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. we have lots of fun. Like, we but go like hunting for treasures. And, like, <laughs> there's, like, these, there's these bush turkeys near my house. And, like, we sit there and wait for them. And she tries to make <laughs> friends with them. And then they just gobble and run off. That's so cute. <laughs> so, oh, dogs are the best. She is very cute. Actually, speaking of dogs, I know it's a little bit off topic. But Marley and I, I wanted to view a property to yeah. rent today actually like a couple hours ago and um there was so many people there like more than anything that i've seen Mm. and the people weren't home the tenants went home they left their dog they left their dog so they the woman the real estate woman was like i can't go inside none of us can go inside because there's this dog in the house and i don't know how it's going to react and what kind of dog was it it was like a little it was a beagle cross something it was pretty big like it, was, it was a big beagle it was smaller than your dog yeah but it, and anyways and then the owners obviously called up and they were like look we're 10 minutes away the dog's friendly blah blah and mm. then the real estate agent was like to everyone okay we can all enter the house like whoever wants to enter the house with the dog they at can at your own risk at your own risk anyway so we go into the house and the dog's just like wagging its tail oh, like, oh, everyone, like hello yeah like oh these people yeah it was so cute it was actually so cute again off topic but that reminds me I was going with my friends that were looking to buy a place and I went with them to look at this house and there was like a cat inside that was super friendly and that mm. was cool and whatever. We walk out the back and there was a duck. Like <gasps> they literally had a pet duck and oh it was so friendly. It was and just coming oh, up to it? everyone like, bah, 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 like so oh happy. My God. It was really cool. That's so oh cute. My, God. Yeah, my so friends cute. own ducks and they're like, they're so friendly. They're so friendly. This duck came duck. for my knee. Oh. Like it attacked <laughs> Liv's just taking a, a sip of wine. Like, everyone's, like, holding this duck and I've the duck's great. I've duck. Yeah, and that, that duck... Racist. It went after it came for me. They're brown. How can it be racist? We're My the same dog's color. racist, but she's got legit black skin under her fur, but she's scared of black people. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's legit terrified of them. That's crazy. But she's black, so... Like, really black people or, like, brown like me? No, like, really, like, oh... Like, yeah, pretty black. Darker than you. I think she'd be sweet with you. Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. So if you ever want to come over, she should be okay. Perfect. She should be okay. But if you were any darker, she'd be scared. It's really, really bizarre. That is so funny. Oh, dogs are the best. Okay. Okay, anyways. Let's um, get into it. So the reason Ali is here is because this uh, podcast, we're going to talk about something that's a little bit, like, not known and... Um, a little bit like, I don't know, um, how would you describe it? Like a little bit. It can be a bit of a, like a taboo sort yeah, of definitely. subject and it's like, there's no awareness around it and because like, it's AIDS. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cut AIDS. That out. <laughs> um, but yeah, because it, there's like not a lot of awareness and it can be a bit of like something, I don't know, that you shouldn't talk or people just don't talk about it because yeah. it it's a bit of a taboo thing so yeah, yeah so cool. we're yeah. going to talk about endometriosis and for those who don't know what it is i'm sure you can describe it ali a little bit more okay. like technically yeah. but 
Because oh, I'm not really too familiar. Like, I... No, and I have no idea. So this is going to be interesting. So what is endometriosis? So obviously I'm not a doctor. So don't quote <laughs> me. Like, what I say is not viable. No. So this whole podcast it's... is... Um... Unqualified. Yeah, unqualified. <laughs> yes. So anything I say is from my own experience and my, yeah, my knowledge. Mm. Um, but so endometriosis is a pelvic inflammatory disease. Um, so what happens is, is it's cells that um, are supposed to be on the inside of your uterus mm. um, start to grow on the outside. And this happens, I think, because um, when you have your period, um, these certain cells don't leave your body like all the other stuff does. Yeah. And it attaches to organs outside of the uterus. Mm. Um, and then because when you're having your period um, and it can't leave, it starts to kind of internal bleed and can cause inflammation. So. Mm. Um, yeah, and then it kind of, yeah, it just causes a lot of information and it starts to stick to other organs, kind of looks like a bit of like a spider web, like just yeah. sticks to all different organs and can push and pull them into the wrong direction. So wow. pull them into different spots and yeah. cause scar tissue and yeah, pretty hectic. Yeah, that so is hectic. when did you find out and like how did you find out when you had endometriosis? So I was diagnosed with it in October two. 2012 I think it was yeah um hold on well no October 2013 I mm. think it was I was diagnosed so I was like 18 nine, just turned 19 mm. and um I had so I got my period when I was 11 mm-hmm. and it Which was is quite young because well for me it's quite young I got my period <coughs> when I was 16 was yeah that, I was about 16. I was nine <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was in year four Oh my god. god. Yeah. I thought 11 was that. Yeah, no. Did you have nine. anyone else like in your grade or no, no, it was no. just you? What yeah. hey. Yeah. Cuz even I did it at 11. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh. I think there was maybe one girl that got it like a year and a half later, but yeah. I mean, it's totally fine, but it, it's like, so you young, know, it's yeah. a, the difference between me and you. I was 16, mm-hmm. what, 5 years later. Yeah, it's crazy. Hey. Some of my friends didn't get it till literally like year 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, so I got my period when I was 11, and yeah. it was always really heavy, really painful. Like, mm. I'd get it for, like, 10 days, and then it would be gone for, like, 10 days, and then it'd come back for another 10 Like, it was just so all over the place, would last so long, mm. and it was so painful. Like, I'd just be, like, doubled over in pain. Yeah. Like, Could you, like, go to work? Or um, like, yeah, really? I'd have days... Well, I was so young. I'd have days off school. Like, yeah. I'd get really faint from it, really mm. nauseous. Um, anyways, but a lot of people just think that's normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And periods are meant to be painful, which they're not. No, they're not. But that's just what it's meant. Periods are meant to be painful, and that's what you think. But eventually I ended up going on the pill at 14. I went to the doctors, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's normal here. Go on the pill. It'll help regulate it. Um, so that was fine. And then even still, when I was on the pill and had my periods, they were still really heavy, really painful. Like, mm. it wasn't really – it's helped, but not a lot. Mm. Um. But I never did anything about it until I was um, probably like 17 and I had my boyfriend at the time. I'd finished school, whatever, Mm. and I started to get really bad pain with sex. Mm. And I hadn't always, um, but it slowly started to come on. Like after sex, I would have like a really sharp stabbing pain in my abdomen that would last for so long. And I'd be in tears and it was horrible. And then, like, slowly it just progressed to, like, sex itself was really painful. Mm. Um, So, eventually, I went to my GP and she referred me to a gynecologist, like, a private gynecologist. Mm. 
So she was really expensive. But I went and saw her, and the first thing she said to me is, I think you have endometriosis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know what the Whatever fuck that, that is. is. Yeah, <laughs> I went home, like, Googled it. I was like, fuck, that's hectic. Yeah. Um, but you can't actually, because I had so many ultrasounds and, like, scans and this, that, and the other, and nothing was coming up. Mm. And <clears throat> the only way to diagnose it is through surgery. You cannot pick it up in any what? MRI or anything. It's, really? Yeah, it doesn't the come up. keyhole surgery. Yeah, so the keyhole surgery. So that's the only surgery. way that you can, like, identify actually it di- be diagnosed yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, in a scan, they might see that there might be, I don't know, like, a bit of inflammation or your organs might be a little bit out of whack or something. But they, they cannot actually see the endometriosis itself. Wow. yeah. Mm. Um, so, anyways... She, this gynecologist, because she was a private one, it was going to cost like five grand for the surgery because I didn't have private health. Oh my. Yeah, mm. so I got referred to quite a few other like public gynos mm. and they all refused to operate on me. Like I had one who just changed my pill and said, I'll see you in six months. And I was like, how the fuck is this going to help? Yeah. yeah. And I had like another one who said like, you know, the painful sex was just all in my head <gasps> and that um, he was completely convinced that I'd been sexually abused as a child and my parents just never told me. What? He was like, are you sure your parents never told you? And I was like, um, I haven't, like, I'll check, but <laughs> yeah. I definitely, that definitely didn't happen to me. So, like, I had all sorts of... That's fucked up. That's, it was insane. And did insane. he think because he thought that you were, like, sexually abused as a child that the mental thing... Yeah. Like, just came about you... All of a sudden, sudden. Yeah. You know, even though I, like, had sex and it was fine and then all of a sudden it wasn't, they just... Yeah, he just thought that, like, some sort of trauma had been sparked or whatever. What the fuck? And then the gyno that... That's a great... Big assumption, hey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like going home, like mum was having sexually abused. She's like, um, she would have been like, what the? Oh, fuck? I would have discussed that with you. Uh, no, so Jesus. The gyno that I actually ended up getting to operate on me, he ref- like he pretty much refused to. He was like, no, you're too young. And this was the biggest thing that I kept getting. You're too young to have endometriosis. It happens in women in their like mid twenties to mid thirties. Oh. And I was like, well why like that doesn't make sense am i to not me. like the percentage that might possibly yeah that isn't is yeah, me <laughs> exactly and that's what i was thinking forced him to operate and like turns out like that mid-20s to mid-30s that's actually not true like yeah that was like a misconception yeah and because you know i guess women on the thought that women <clears throat> women wouldn't start menstruating till later on and that's like their childbearing years yeah oh, but for someone okay. that gets their period at 11 like your childbearing years are a lot earlier I guess, yeah. or whatever yeah. so yeah. that was just completely wrong but mm. he ended up operating and i never saw him again after that like he sent the nurses in when i woke up and they said oh yep he said you've got a little bit of endometriosis on your pouch of douglas which is just random organ in there that's mm. random yeah the pouch <laughs> of douglas yeah like dougie can you put your weed in there <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh okay like what do i do now like i yeah. didn't get yeah. any info like mm. nothing and so then i went to like my post-op appointment like two months later or whatever and i was like no i'm in pain again i think it's back and he's like it's impossible it can't grow back it's impossible and like that's just a complete lie it, it was the same guy that oh well no I actually saw students and I made them go see him because I was like no it's come back like I mm. need to do something mm. so they went and spoke to him and then they came back and said no he said it's impossible that it's grown back and I was like well Google doesn't say that yeah. <laughs> like Dr Google 
Duh. And excuse me, my computer does not say that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he didn't really... Yeah, I never, like, got any info out of him mm. at all. And I think at the time that it happened with you is that it was, like, a time when it was so rare in someone your age that you had to, like, get the brunt of it all because... It, that's it. And you were, like, a test dummy for it everyone. It was, like, yeah. at that time, we didn't know anyone. And then after me, how many people do we oh, know now? because they were like, hang on a second. How did you feel when you were doing sex? How was yeah. your period? Blah, blah, blah. And they went, oh, hang on a second. Maybe yeah. I should actually yeah, go sort exactly. it out. And then, you know, uh, we had one girlfriend that had it... Um, another girlfriend that had it and then um, someone else possibly could have had it because they had the same symptoms all under 20 wow all within a couple of years yeah and like the thing is it's like it wasn't that it wasn't happening to women that young it's just that doctors didn't believe it was Mm. so so many women they because they always said to me no your period still has to you know you're young it's got to get into rhythm and I'm like I've had my period for nearly 10 fucking years like You know what I mean? And, like, so they just thought it wasn't possible. But now there's, like, so much is coming out about the disease that it's, Mm. like, "Mm, okay, yeah, it is possible. Like, Mm. so I don't know. And then, yeah, after that, because he wouldn't listen to me, I ended up getting private health insurance and waiting out the 12 months. Which it was was such a strenuous time for you. Oh, it's fucked. Like, I had to wait so long, like, Mm. to even get that initial surgery. And then when that, like, didn't really... And the fact that people, like, even when you were waiting so long for, like, the public health system and stuff like that, the fact that you had to wait even longer because people were like, no, it's in your head. Yeah. No. It's blah, blah. It prolonged the whole fucking thing. It prolonged it for so long. That's like, yeah, it first started, like, I started questioning it, like, 17. I didn't actually have that surgery until I was 19. Wow. So it just took so long. And that's like, yeah, in the end, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting private health. Mm. Waited out the 12 months, went back to that original gyno who was like, yeah, you've got endometriosis. So Mm. I went back to her and she operated on me, I don't know, when I was like, I guess like 20, nearly 21 or whatever. Mm. And she was like to me afterwards when I woke up, she was like, where did he say he operated? And I was like, well, the nurse said he said that he Mm. operated in the pouch of Douglas. And she goes, no, he's operated. She's like, he has operated there. But he also operated on your rectum, so because they can tell by like the scar tissue. Yeah, and what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're the doctor. Yeah. So he actually operated on that, my rectum as well, and my uterus and my bladder. And so why I was getting so much pain again is because with your uterus and bladder, they're so close together, mm. and he should have put some sort of something in there to prevent them from healing together, but he didn't. Oh my so god! After the surgery, when they chop the endo out, yeah. When they've gone, those organs have gone to heal, they've healed, like, as one organ. Fuck. So she's gone in, like, gotten, cleaned it up, got rid of the um, scar tissue and had to separate my uterus and bladder. So that was, like, pretty fucking hectic. Like, yeah. And the fact that he didn't even come in and address it with you, why didn't he tell you, I've hey, never I've done seen this. Again. Yeah. Well, I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this. Yeah. But he's just gone, oh, yeah, you had a little bit on your pouch of Douglas. Yeah. And I think it's because he didn't even want to operate in the first yeah. place, and I forced him to, yeah. and then I was right. Yeah, so, oh, absolutely. So he lost a little bit of pride there, I guess, I, as a doctor. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so, because, I don't know, but yeah, after that second surgery, I was so shocked. I was like, okay, well, yeah. I was right, but at this point, I was still having pain with sex. Yeah. So, so the, still after the two surgeries? Yeah, so wow. after, yeah, after both of them, mm. I was still having pain with sex, and it's 
yeah, it just, it dragged out for so fucking long. And so in that time I was doing so much, like I was going on all these diets to like prevent inflammation. Mm. I was seeing a physio, seeing an acupuncturist, like getting massages, doing all these different fucking vitamins and shit, (laughs) like, and nothing was working. Mm. And then I had, then what did I do? Then I went and had, oh, and then... Eventually, I'm on this group on Facebook. It's like an endometriosis like group thing, mm. and I read something on there about um, pelvic floor Botox because mm. this was like three years I couldn't have sex or even longer probably. Oh, no. Like it was quite a few years I couldn't. And I was in a relationship this whole time. Yeah, and I read this thing and so I reached out to them and they set me up with this doctor and whatever. And I saw this doctor and she was like, "Oh yeah, you'll be fine. I'll sort you out." And I was like. Excuse me, like yeah. I've seen I heard that that whole time. Every yeah. sort of fucking wow. health professional you could think of. Like yeah. I even had one lady. I think she was a, she was meant to be a pel, uh, a pelvic pain specialist, and she told me to um, avoid chemicals and it'll fix it. Avoid <laughs> chemicals. Yeah. What kind of chemicals? Like plastic, hair dye, and I was like, bitch, I'm not gonna not get my hair done. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like you're cooked. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> So eventually, yeah, I saw this lady and she was like, yep, you'll be fine. Like I went and she had a physio that she worked with. I saw her for three months um, and I'd go in and she'd fucking press all the muscles and do her Mm. thing in there um, and do ultrasounds and stuff. And she gave me heaps of exercises. And she said to me, she's like, every exercise that a physio has given to you before is making you worse. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, this exercise, that exercise, they're making the muscles tighter she goes, you've got pain, you you need to relax. Like, your muscles are too tight. So, all this time, I was making myself worse, mm. trying to make myself better. Yeah. Anyway, I saw her and I could feel the change. Like, awesome. I could feel yeah. the muscles relaxing. And then after the three months, the specialist, I went back to her. And so, she suggested for me to get Botox in my pelvic floor. So, in I went, went under, under anesthetic and um she did the botox so anywhere from like the muscles like near your vagina to right up in my stomach like the whole pelvic floor yeah. mm. and she did that and then when i woke up she explained to me that one of the muscles like it's a main muscle that runs from your vagina and it comes right up and wraps around your rectum mm. she said that muscle was hard as a rock like it was literally oh. like banging on a table was what? that hard and because I had heaps of endo in my rectum yeah so it kind of like traumatized the muscle and it all seized up wow so for so many years because I wasn't getting answers I legit thought I was fucking crazy yeah. and I thought that I was making it up in my own head mm. yeah well you've got so many fucking people telling you yeah well, that's it and, and professionals like, as well not yeah. just professional people and people in my personal life as well telling me that it's like it all in my head that I thought it was and then when I got the Botox done she's like no this muscle was completely oh seized my God. puts the Botox in it relaxed it fixed the whole issue and that was what like November not November just gone but the one before oh my god so that, that 2016 was, is that how old am I 23 so I was 22 so this all started when I was 17 the pain was sex so when I was 22 finally got that done and wow. it fixed it and you like you said you were in a relationship that whole time like yeah. from yeah. what being 17 to 22 because 20. I got the Botox like two months after we broke up <laughs> or a couple oh. months, few months later and like obviously well I don't know but like it did pay a toll on your relationship in a way 100% or? especially because we were so young yeah and like you know I was struggling to comprehend it all being so young and not 
experiencing anything like it, let alone him. Like, he's a fucking boy. Mm. Yeah. Like, a 20-year-old boy or whatever. Like, he just couldn't understand it. Yeah. And it just put such a toll, like, on our relationship. Mm. Yeah. 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 So It would. It would. Yeah, it did. And, like, you know, and I felt like the the core of all our arguments would always come Come back back to to that. Yeah. And not because, like, you know, he's a bad person but he literally just didn't understand but what 20 any 20 year old male would like yeah, yeah. you know at the time I'd always get really upset but now looking back at it like you know it was so good that he actually stayed with me that oh, whole time yeah, like, yeah, he definitely. pushed through yeah. it and I guess it'd be hard for him to having or hearing like uh the opinions of professionals too yeah so mm-hmm. like what is he supposed to think if if your doctors are like, no, no, it's in your head. And yeah. then you're like, no, no, like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would be conflicting for for someone. I mean, not even just your boyfriend, but like Anyone. your family yeah. being like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> like what's going yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah, it was really, really hard. Yeah. Definitely put a massive wedge in between us. Yeah, wow. Mm. So if someone who's like listening thinks maybe they might have it or whatever, what are like the main symptoms of endo that, mm. that could kind of like... <laughs> so the main symptoms. I need to cough as well. <laughs> 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 Everyone cough. <laughs> um, so the main symptoms, it can vary for each person, but I guess for me, one was well, getting your period quite early is quite common with people who have intermetriosis. It is quite common that they get it early. Mm. Um, obviously, anyone can get their period young or whatever, but yeah. that is quite common. Yeah. Um, and then really heavy periods and yeah. really painful periods to the point where you faint like you yeah. have you, you fainted know, with a period before yeah wow. but even still even that like even your, your periods aren't meant to be that painful no. Yeah, no they're not meant to be that painful well, you, that you can't work or go to school or do you know what's so funny though when i got my period and when it it like you know like i said i was 16 it never hurt me it never hurt me and yeah. i thought hang on is there something wrong this because right? i hear yeah so much about having a painful periods and you know everything like wow. that yeah and it's, and it's like of course you get a bit of cramps and you know but it should be like you get a couple you get some cramps pop a couple of neurofins in your sweet but for people that are like mm. you know have to take a day off work or yeah. they're literally in so much pain they can't concentrate like that is not cool it's not right it's no. not right no. at all like that's the biggest thing like and it could be so many <clears throat> other different things as well not just like endo it could be no, like, like something polycystic ovaries yeah. like it, there's so many things but yeah. that is definitely painful periods are not normal yeah um so there's that the pain with sex so like i said Mm. like i'd get a sharp stabbing pain like deep Mm. but it'd also get like a really superficial pain so like a stinging pain like oh my vagina yeah yeah Yeah, it was like (laughs) two types of pains Mm. um do you feel like like that when everyone was like it's mental it's mental and you were like i feel like i was going fucking crazy do you feel like that once you were cured and you knew what was going on did you ever have any remnants of that doubt that you were like oh like it, like it was a little bit you know am i going crazy like well there was definitely points where i thought that like there was a hundred percent points where i thought i was going crazy but like once I got the diagnosis I knew I wasn't crazy mm. but then even with the pain with the sex I thought that I'd made it up in my head still yeah and mm. it wasn't until I saw that doctor like she was up in Brisbane the one that did the Botox that yeah. I was like okay I'm actually not crazy and that was only a couple of years ago wow. that would have been so stressful <clears throat> for you like having a relationship like a long-term relationship 
having someone that doesn't understand it and then for you and yourself not really understanding yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's and it's hard and the thing is as well, there is no actual cure for endometriosis. Yeah. It like I've had three surgeries on it now and plus like the Botox and this, that and the other. But I it could have grown back by now. Like mm. there is no cure for it. And people think if you get a um hysterectomy it gets rid of it doesn't have a baby have a baby that's the biggest one i hear if you have a baby it's gone well, you that's str- I feel like that's the cure for everything yeah like, have a baby you know I mean? and like, it's like were you like did it does it affect the birth of a child or no not at all like some people can't fall pregnant with endometriosis okay. because um mainly because their fallopian tubes get affected so it grows in there um mm. and damages them mm. Um, so they may not be able to fall pregnant. Um, or someone like me where your uterus is really affected. Like my uterus mm. and bladder are just fucked now. So I may not be able to like carry, physically carry a baby. Like I might just miscarriage um, mm. because my uterus mm. isn't strong enough. But like I never know until it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to actually, like my sister, like she has endometriosis. She fell pregnant, first go. Mm. Yeah. Healthy just baby, depends, everything's fine, yeah. like all yep. good. So did you ever feel pressured to have a baby sooner? Um, like not that you have one now. No. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, kinda because I did because I didn't understand it. Mm. Um. But once I understood, like, like what had happened to my organs and like my gyno now has explained to me like you'll have no problem falling pregnant mm. it's just that you know you might struggle to carry because you your uterus but see what happened like once yeah. it was all explained to me I felt a lot better yeah but even now like being single I do stress about it. Mm, Not yeah. that, like, if I was in a relationship, I'd go have a baby, like, no fucking no. way. <laughs> yeah. But um, it does sit in the back of my mind, so and I'm kind of like, what, okay, your well, biological clock is ticking a little bit more. Yeah, because, like, you know, else's. if I do struggle to carry a child, I may need more time like yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. may need a few goes and it may not work out and then might have to go to ivf or i might a few goes and then it might work like yeah. you know yeah. i might need more time so that definitely stresses me out and like i've thought about like getting my eggs frozen and just in case at 20 what three three years old it's sad hey getting your eggs frozen yeah but it's just what it is. Like, well, I that's think, right. I mean, you, you know, do like, what you gotta do. Well, that's it. And I think I'll save for it, but it's so fucking expensive. Like, I yeah. might save for it, and in that time, I might meet someone and then not have to do it. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not something. Like, I think about it, but it's not like I would then go have a baby because mm. of it. No mm. fucking way. No, mm. of course. Yeah. I feel like, like, when we were growing up and this all happened for me personally, like being a, a friend of yours and stuff like that. I understood it to the best that I could and because you were getting all these like I put myself in your boyfriend's position because you were getting all these false Mm. like um what would you call it Uh, not accusations but like like false statements mm, of what you're suffering from Mm. and stuff like that I think at the point you know I was trying to understand it so hard and trying to understand your relationship so hard but I never could because I personally never well, got that it. and then you think well fuck how did you feel yeah, after yeah, you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and absolutely. even still like there's only three people in my entire life who have actually seen the extent of pain that I can be in yeah mm. most of my pain actually comes from my bladder which I only found out a few months ago and now I'm on bladder medication and I've like 
this is the best I've been in fucking years. Wow, yeah. Um, because my bladder was so damaged from the endo. Yeah. Um, but there's only three people in my whole life, one being my mum, yeah. <laughs> and then two are both ex-boyfriends. <laughs> but one of them, like, my first ex-boyfriend, like, he would... I still he saw it, but I still don't think he, it would have registered. Mm. So it's like two people have really seen it, um, you know. So I have friends now who are a bit older and a bit more understanding, yeah, all yeah. of that, which is awesome. But have never seen like it's horrendous. Like mm. the pain that I touch wood haven't had in months since I've been on the bladder meds. Yeah, <laughs> um, that I would get that it's the worst pain, the whole worse than the sex. Like this was always the worst thing is. Like, in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning after I go to the bathroom, mm. I would be, all of a sudden, I would get such a stabbing pain. I can't move. I can't stand. If I try and stand, I just collapse. Oh. I can't do anything. Like, I can't lie still. I can't move. I, it is the most horrendous pain. I would rather someone chop off my, chop off my fucking arm than mm. ever go through that. And it happen, It would happen for days. Like all the time and it it's just her like I can't even describe mm. it yeah. and I just have to cry and cry and scream and there's nothing I can do mm. and it's literally because my bladder is so damaged from the endo that in the night even though you go to the bathroom before bed it would still your bladder would still be a bit stretched mm. and my blood is worn too thin from all the surgery that's been on it and yeah. all the scar tissue so when I would go to the bathroom, it'd contract down and I think it's either the muscles or the nerves, something, they mm. still don't really know, mm. um, would spasm. Mm. And because it, it's it been stretched, like, same sort of idea with the, you know, uterus, like being able mm. to carry a child, it can only stretch too, so much. So yeah. with my bladder, it was getting stretched beyond what it can and so it was spasming and whatever. And, yeah, so... I, I can't describe it like yeah, wow. so even now like you know you probably understand a lot more than what you did back in the day mm, mm. Um, yeah there's very few people who've actually seen what endometriosis has done to me like yeah. it's fucked what would you tell your younger self now that you know like tell you tell your younger self now younger self now <laughs> what would you tell your younger self what you know now um, I would tell my younger self that to not get offended or upset by the opinions of the people around you, like not even talking about the doctors, but the people close to you, because mm. it's not their fault that they don't understand. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's only now that I'm getting older that people are more willing to understand. And it's yeah. getting more awareness as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Like, you know, I had people very, pretty much, do you know what, to be honest, pretty much everyone in my entire life except for my mum and my sister mm. in a way was not fully willing to understand mm. like they th- thought they were but they there was still a part in every single one of their brains that thought it's all it's not that bad get over it it's all in your mm. head yeah, you know yeah. and it's not it's not their fault that they're thinking like mm. that it's just that when there's not the awareness how else are they meant to think yeah. so i would definitely tell myself to not get upset by that did you get yeah. upset a hundred percent. I would get upset by it all the time when I had people, especially saying it directly to me, mm. like, mm. you know, just get over it. Like, just take your Nurofen and I'm Was like... Was I ever like that? No. No, you were never like that. I just don't think I understood. You just didn't understand yeah. and you probably just never asked the questions, but that's what I mean. Like, 
you you didn't put yourself out there to understand, but why would you? You know what I mean? Like when you're so young okay. and you don't yeah. understand, you well, just we were so young. Yeah. and you just don't get it. And that's the thing. There's no big deal with that. Like, you know, I was so young. How was everyone else when I didn't get it? How was everyone else meant to get, to get it? it? Of I feel like with my relationship with you, when you were having it, like going through everything, you know, the most concerned thing that I had from everything that I took back was your mental state because mm. at the back of my mind I was like oh my god like mm. you know there's something wrong with her yeah. you know the doctors are saying mm. that she's been abused like you know is her boyfriend abusing her like you know I took it into a mental sense yeah. rather than it was always a physical sense yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but at the same time like my like emotional state took such a toll oh would it yeah. like you know, oh, okay. Besides the bladder pain, because that's just on a whole new level. Mm. The pain with sex and everything else, like I could handle that, but I could not handle what was going on emotionally because yeah. it was just too much. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, yeah, I've definitely found as I get older. Like, I know we've spoken about it so much more, and like people mm. ask me so many more questions. And like my last partner I was with, like he researched about it because mm. he. Found, like I didn't even tell him he found out like through mutual friends that I had it and he like googled it and like found out about it and he was like s- just like made such an effort with it yeah, and like yeah. things like that like I appreciate so much it's a shame and that you didn't have that back then though it is a shame but I guess yeah I guess it was just it was such a new thing mm. yeah because it is a massive shame because like you know I felt like no one understood back then whereas like yeah with my last partner I had like he was so good and he's like one one of the only people besides like my mum and my ex who have seen like that pain that I could be in and he'd be like oh my god like get me some fucking Nurofen and Panadol and like whatever he could find he'd like heat up my wheat pack and like (laughs) you know and he'd like I don't know he just he really took the time to understand and fuck that made the difference so if there's anyone out there who has a friend or a family member that's going through it do that research it because like Mm. I cannot even begin to explain mm, how much that meant to me yeah like i absolutely. could never ever explain it like mm. so yeah if you know anyone that's going through it put mm. the effort in to understand mm. like but the thing is no one wants sympathy like i don't want anyone's sympathy and that's like i was saying to you guys like i was nervous talking about this today because i don't like anyone knowing this shit about me mm. like the nitty and gritty like i don't like talking about mm. it but you know if it creates awareness then it's worth it oh, like, i mean and if you can help someone else out there well that's it to prevent like, like the not that you had a horrible experience but the shit experience that you had then i mean you know well exactly yeah. it's right. education and it's yeah. about you know and that's what we're all about is Absolutely. just you know educating girls and and guys or whoever that need yeah be, partners um, like you know everything. to understand yeah. you know the the not so unrealistic life that yeah. we see portrayed. Yep. To, Definitely. But um, but yeah, I think it, like it's really interesting because like we were so close during that time, obviously, um, and it makes me feel bad, and I'm and I think my lucky stars that I never had anything like that ever before, but you know it just makes me feel, you know, like a shit person for not. For not, uh, not that I never doubted you, but I I looked at the wrong thing. Yeah, but that's mm. just I looked you at shouldn't feel shit thing. about shit about it because that's just. But I could never imagine my like if I like for example, let's just say, I've got a broken leg. Mm. 
hey, I've got a broken leg, like, I'm in so much pain. Are you sure it's not mental? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's exactly the thing. Like, you know, if someone's got a broken arm, you can see it. You can't see Ooh, someone's yeah. insides. Mm. And that's that's the hard thing. Like, you can't yeah. see it. So people just don't mm. believe it. And, and another thing is that you barely knew what was wrong with you. So how yeah. are you supposed to explain to people and kind of get their sympathy like, hey, I'm if in you there. actually don't yeah. know what you're talking like, about? And the you thing know? is, like, I... The thing is, you don't want people's sympathy is mm. such because, like, you you already, like, it made me, for so many years, I felt like I was such a pathetic excuse of, like, a woman because I felt like I couldn't do some of the things that I was meant to do. Like, this is the way I was thinking at, like, 20 mm. years old. Like, I couldn't have sex. I might not be able to have children. Like, I felt like, mm. what a fucking excuse am I as a, as a female? And then... So crazy. Yeah, and, yeah. But the thing is, like... I don't know it's just it's like you don't want people's sympathy but you don't want people's nasty comments yeah yeah like you don't have to sit there and talk about it or tell me how sorry you am because that's fine it so is life mm. everyone yeah. has something going on mm. but i don't want the judgment and the nasty comments that's oh, what was what, so hard yeah. what was the worst comment that you've had i don't know i don't know if i can oh the fucking getting sexually abused by far yeah. is the worst mm. um but that's like filthy. That so sh- but <laughs> but oh okay well by like people like my personal life like not medical experts the amount of people that told me that if i can't have sex with my boyfriend then i should just start sucking his dick then because like i've kind of like i've got to do my job like that what? was the worst how fucked is that i remember that how okay. fucked is that they can't see our faces, no, can see our faces. <laughs> but <laughs> she should just start sucking his dick. Like, yeah. if all else fails, do that. Do that. That means just make sure that gotta he's get the okay. job done. Oh, you know. Oh, that makes me fucking furious. Yeah. So that was pretty bad. That was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's horrible. Wow. That was not cool. So. What would you tell someone that, you know, more of a like a mental kind of. Thing, what would be something that you could tell them to give them hope about everything even though there's not a cure and there's not this like what would you say to do well I would say like for example for me there's no cure and without a doubt I'm going to have more surgeries in the future that's just how and it is, is that gonna is that like an actual thing like you're just going to have to keep on like if it, yeah. comes back, if it, it comes yeah, back yeah if it gets that bad to the point where I'm in that yeah. much pain I'll have to go in and get it chopped out and yeah. that's just how it is obviously you don't really want to have surgery but no. if it gets that bad then that's just what it is or if I can't fall pregnant go in have a look clean it up whatever yeah but for me, as an example, this shit time that I've had, not being able to have sex for so many years, that mm. really bad bladder pain I've had for fucking years, and mm. it literally sends shivers down my spine. That's mm. how, oh, it's fucked. Mm. Um, we spoke about UTIs, that, and they're fucking bad, but I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't even... Oh. If it's anything, like, if... Yeah. Wow. I can, I can only someone imagine. Gets a knife and, like, is twisting it. Yeah. And, like, just twisting it and twisting it, and it's just... Fucking horrendous. Anyways, but going through all of that, I'm now like I feel super normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because I'm not getting that anymore. Yeah, thanks to the bladder doctor. (laughs) But like, and I can have sex (laughs) thanks to the Botox lady. Yeah. But like, thank you, thank you, everyone. (laughs) It will be okay, but you have to be persistent. Yeah. So there's some people that go in, they get a surgery, and they're like, oh, it's not fixed. Like, what? You know, I what's going on? And it's like, 
you just keep trying other alternatives. Like I saw a dietitian for so long because mm. one of the other major symptoms is like bloating. So mm. how yeah. little I am, but I always look fucking yeah. six months pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's a pelvic inflammatory disease. It causes inflammation. Yeah. So I saw a dietitian for so long and learned so much yeah. about like the diet I should mm. be on. Like mm. don't lose hope. Just be persistent. Yeah. Because as long as you're persistent and you try every single type of medical expert there is... You're doing everything you can. Yeah, Yeah, It'll be okay. There is ways to get on top of it. Like, I think back to, you know, a couple of years ago and how low I felt. And I felt like that everything was just crumbling and I was Mm. in pain and this, that and the other. And now I feel so fine. Yeah. But I, like, I pushed really hard. It's taken a really long time Mm. to get to this point. So... Mm. It'll be okay, but just keep pushing, keep asking questions. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know your own body. Don't ever let a doctor mm. yeah. tell you that you don't absolutely. know your own body. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So, it'll be fine. Yeah. It sounds like you need to start a little bit of a blog or something. Yeah, it sounds it. like you need to fill up for your wine. <laughs> <laughs> I've drunk the whole Do wine really? since I've been sitting here. <laughs> I've drunk about seven so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh, the bottle's right here. Didn't even realize Yeah, it does. My this feet is how are we, so sweaty. That's how we work. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's how we work, you know. Um, wow, that like, is so crazy, hey? Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's it's pretty full on. Like I've been, just be aware. I think yeah. be educated and yeah. yeah. And if someone's going through something and you don't understand, try just yeah. try. All you can do is try. Like yeah, you know, and they'll appreciate that. You don't have to understand everything, mm. and you don't have to like sympathize because they probably don't even want that. But just just try. Mm. Yeah, that's all. That's so good. That was like. V- a lot of very useful information. Good, that's yeah. what I was hoping. That was a lot of facts. It was really nerve-wracking for me to do, so yeah, I hope it was useful. No, no, no it was. It was so useful. Yeah. Like, you're like, you should be a... You're a doctor now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to my phlebotomy, phlebotomy certificate, so... <laughs> taking blood's like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I give free advice at the same time. Hey, do you have any psychological <laughs> issues while I take your blood? <laughs> Well, uh, okay, so at the end of our podcast... As you know. Well, do you know? Yeah, she listens. Oh, yeah, I listen. I haven't listened to the last few, but yes, I do listen. We play (laughs) The Game With No Name. This is a pretty long one. I think we should do all of them. All of them? Is there a lot? Yeah, we've got, like... There's more than... I feel like it was a really long podcast, so, like... Is that all? No, that's fine. We're on good time. You're on... We're on good time? What's the time? It's six... Oh... (laughs) <laughs> the time turn how do you work this device I don't know 46 46 minutes oh cool that's dope okay right. cool I so, love the way you flick your hair oh I, it's I just like Taylor and I like have no hair I'm like bald so I'm just like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just flicking my scalp FYI she's not bald <laughs> <laughs> I have hair just not much speaking of bald I just want to put a plug out there for Georgie Patching she is uh, raising $10,000 for leukemia and she's going to shave her head. Yeah, girl. Bull. Yeah, girl. Like, she's getting razors and doing it bull. Yeah, Absolutely. if you're going to do it, you do it right. Yeah, she's yeah. getting razor sure. it. Crazy. Um, we'll have to set up a link for her. Yes, we will. We'll set up a link and a beautiful photo of her fro that she has and that she's not going to have. Yeah. Hopefully soon if she raises $10,000 for leukemia. Okay, so for those who are joined in... We're doing the Game With No Name 
basically we say things and the person, usually Molly and I, because we have no friends, but Ali's here, so Ali's the person, <laughs> we say something and you just say yes or no, oh, and if it is... <laughs> if you have a reason. Or a story, it just yeah. comes out. Usually at the, the first one we did, I'm like, you can only say yes or no, but it just came out. It just out did not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to go the first, you do the first half. Oh, okay. Okay. Designer handbags. No. Oh, what? So if someone gave you, like, a Givenchy bag... You oh, would... well, someone gave it to me, yes, but there's no fucking way in the world I'd go spend the money it costs to buy one of those. Yeah, fuck Someone it. gave me, I'd be like, fucking dope. Oh, yeah, okay. like, thanks. But, but, but we mean, cash like, converters. in general. <laughs> but... Well, you said I could explain. Oh, okay, I, I like your reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Children. Yes. Disgusting. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a How dare you ask that question? <laughs> no from me. Yeah. I just got that. Um, champagne. Yeah. It does the job. Yeah, it does the job. For you, mate. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't, yeah. Whatever. Thongs slash dandles. Yes. I just bought my first pair of thongs. Don't tell me those fucking glittery ones that you wore the other day. They're fucking vulgar. Yes. They're disgusting. No, I've oh, just got a plain black pair. My. They're for shits and gigs, obviously. No, they're I not. So. You were going yes, around so telling you everyone, you're like, them. I'm going to get the white pair for my wedding. I am, because they're so comfy, and you're no one's going to see it underneath my dress. Um, coconut. Yes. Mm. Pacific Fair. No. What? I, I hate shopping. Oh, okay. Yeah, true, it's true. too much. Like, yeah. just... In and out at Westfield's good enough. <laughs> Actually, no. Oxenford, standalone Kmart. Oh, that's good. Perfect. Ooh. And the Bunnings is there. Yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. yeah, that's really all you need. Yeah. So, um, public swimming pools. No. Yeah, no. They're so much hair and. <coughs> what? So we, if we were, what do you mean? I've seen you in a public swimming pool. I'm before. sure you have. We went to the same school, but you, you don't, don't like, like it. swimming. Kind of <laughs> she does not like it. Doesn't mean I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Multicolored hair. Mm. We're talking like when people do like the like purple, pink, all of it. All of it. Rainbow. Nah. Yeah, I'm the same. Nah. You love it. We don't just you? saw some. No, but yeah. we just saw someone this afternoon. Tell me you do that to your hair. What Fuck we saw no. this afternoon. Well, she was also on crack. Yeah, absolutely. So, would so not that do... makes it okay. No, if you're on crack, you'd get rainbow hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, that does I mean, not if you're on sense. crack, you would have rainbow hair. Yeah. So that's it's like a prerequisite for She'd smoking grow crack. Rainbow hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, the band, the burka, like movement. Yes. Wait, so wait, are you for it or are you against? Well, I don't know all the actual ins and outs of the the movement. Yeah. But there's part of me that says yes. What, Bennett? Because the thing, okay, the thing that I don't like Mm -hmm. is like at a service station, you have to take off your helmet or your sunglasses or your hat, but you can walk in with a burqa. Things like that. I'm like, mm. I understand, but then, like, why you would keep it on because it's part of your religion. Yeah. But then it's fucked that people have to take off, like, their sunglasses or a hat because... I never take off my sunglasses. No, but you're I supposed just roll to. In. Yeah, you're, uh, you're supposed to. My mum used to work oh. at a servo and she used to... <laughs> just because she found it fun, she used to yell at people all the time. She was going <laughs> take off your hat, please. Oh, my God, that would be so fun. <laughs> but things like that, then, yes, I am. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. Well, true, true. That's no judgment, so... 
<laughs> yeah, no judgment zone. That's we right. just have the Muslim community after us all. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. They hate us now. Thanks, Ali. Um, <laughs> moving into a new place and then you greet the neighbours. Well, I don't think I've ever done that. But I do have a story about that. So, like, a week after I moved into my last house at Helensville, a couple of weeks later, mm. I – no one was home. I was home by myself. Got home at, like, 9 or, nine or 10 o'clock at night. Mm. Not my neighbour, but the one next to him. I could hear him, like, screaming out for help. Like, Ooh. he was like, help, help. What? I was like, what the fuck? So I walked into his house and his son um, was a diabetic <gasps> and his – levels had dropped or whatever and yeah. he had a, he'd been having seizures oh my god and when he went to call an ambulance his phone died <gasps> and so obviously he's in a frantic because his no. son's seizuring and blah 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 so i then called an ambulance fed the kid honey and fucking did whatever fed the kid honey yeah that's what the ambulance driver said for me to do because his blood sugar or whatever oh. you have like honey to boost it up right Got him on his side, did all these things, and then after that, that man loved me because I saved his child's life. Absolutely. Oh my god. So that's the only time I've ever like you. really like introduced myself to a neighbour was saving his son. That's pretty epic. Yeah, that was that's cool. Very cool. Wow. And now we're gonna go to pooing in public after that story. <laughs> like on a toilet or like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean it could be like wherever, but just like having to like do a shit while you're out. Oh yeah, for sure. Go back. I had endo on my rectum. If I've got a shit, I've got True. a shit. <laughs> I gotta yeah. do it yeah. all about pooing in public. <laughs> Alright, green tea. Nah. Tastes like dog shit. Well, that's rude because I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, when your friend offers to buy you something but then like asks for the money back. <laughs> that's... I you just put that, that in there. Yeah. yeah. So when your friend offers to buy you something, but asks for the money back, no, you can't do that. <laughs> that is so fucking no. dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> Girls that don't shave their armpits. No, I put in your letter. Don't forget to shave when you get married. There's no <laughs> reason to start being gross. True. That's my personal opinion, but I'm all about laser hair if removal. I want to grow like a hair farm underneath there, no and thanks. then. Feed them. What? Don't show me. What? <laughs> what? Like, what is this? Like, sea monkeys. No, that's just. Put your arm down. I'm picturing it. <laughs> yeah, get it that hump it away from us. Um, getting a pap smear from a male doctor. I guess you'd be used to everything. Yeah, now. I've done that plenty of times. And no, because my experience, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Because they just know <sighs> out of a textbook. Not actually because, you know, they don't have a vagina. Okay, side note. Has anyone had sex with a doctor? <laughs> no. I wish. No. I feel like they would just know what to do. Yeah. Don't you think? No. Oh. I think they're useless. No, because... No, exactly what I said. They're so fucking textbook. Yeah. They don't like... I don't think so. Do you want... They, is they that your fantasy? I might put it on my to-do list. Sex with a doctor. Put it on your to-do list. Yeah, I'm going to find one. I just... I just think, like, Sex with a Doctor, I think of, like, very horrible pornographic films that feature, like, a young girl going to a doctor. <laughs> well, I feel like afterwards when That's I'd want to have a ciggy, I'd get in trouble, so no. <laughs> then you could get them to write you doctor certificates for forever. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. I, I'm You'd be like, hey, it. can you write me a doctor's certificate for 12 months? Because I have I'm a friend stressed. who's, like, becoming a doctor. Oh, um, so see what happens no 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 oh. but <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 
I'm down for the writing me scripts thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I'd be all about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I can't get into your phone because you've just... Oh. oh, that's pretty much it. No, but we're going to do that... these scenarios, aren't we? Are we? I... Do we have time? Yeah, there's like four. Okay. We're going to do all four. I thought we were saving them. No, just I'm a one? genius. I come up with them all the time. <laughs> okay, what genius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You go through an open home. Everything's really clean. But there's a double-ended dildo in the dishwasher and the agent says, oh, that just comes with the house. What do you do? I'd give it a, pour some alcohol on it to clean it and I'd package it up and sell it with the rest of my sex toys I sell. <laughs> yeah, because you know Ali sells sex toys. Like your own? No, like, like a business. Like they're not my business. sex I wouldn't actually do that, by the way. I'd like, that is I'd just probably... <laughs> I'd like get a rubber glove and like swing it around and like whack someone with it. Oh my god! That but no, is I do hilarious. sell sex toys. <laughs> okay, what's the next one? Oh, your best friend comes to you and asks you to play squash for them because she's into this older guy and his wife, and they play there, and she wants to take them home. Do you go to squash with them? Not if I have to play. <laughs> oh, that's a good friend. You could yeah, just stand there friend. and be a cheerleader. Yeah, I'll stand there and be a cheerleader. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Be a squash wing woman. Mm. All right, you do the next one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So you've just had the best sex with this beautiful single guy, and you've gone outside to have a ciggy as you do. Yes, and I on do. the washing line, there's a jock strap, and you ask him about it, and he says, That's my dad. Dad's. That's my dad. That's my dad. <laughs> That's my physical dad. Um, do you go on another date? Oh, oh. See, um, I'm the least judgy person when it comes to sexual things because Mm. I sell sex toys. True, Mm. true. However, that wouldn't be something that I would be... Down for. Down for. So, no, I probably wouldn't. I'd Mm. be a bit judgy. Mm. A little bit judgy. Yeah, but only because it's like, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm not really attracted to that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, last scenario. You have a second lovely date with oh. a guy at his house and he cooks you and dinner. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and he cooks you dinner. You offer to do the dishes and you open up the dishwasher and you find Since a butt like plug. What, oh. would, what would you do? If you, you Like, know. what would I do? Yeah, like if you just found some dildos in his dishwasher. If you found a butt plug in his dishwasher, mm. I'd, I'd probably get it out and say, when are you going to shove this up my ass? <laughs> oh, <laughs> girl! Just make it up for lost time here. <laughs> <laughs> Job strap, no, butt plug, okay, I'm here. <laughs> Sign me up. Uh, Where's the dotted line? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god. So okay. Done. That's Yay. it for our show, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for... you. Thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks, Thanks you. Thank you for coming along and really educating us. Yeah. So much. And helping us realize. Help. Re- yep. Yep. I think I'm a little bit tipsy now. Yeah, I think you are. Woohoo! We're going to go get Maccas. Oh. I'm going. No, I'm not I don't know about you. I'm going. I'm I'm starving. Oh, yeah, Liv's vegan now, everyone, after we had that. so ridiculous. You can't just turn vegan. She has. It's been a day. Done. Just eat healthy. What is the Harry Potter thing? Wingardium Liviosa. I'm (laughs) vegan. It doesn't work like that, but anyway. Bye, everyone. We love Bye. you so Bye. much. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Follow us on Instagram. DDs. DDs.